Fact or fiction, truth or fairy tale, we all have a story to tell. Welcome to Storyteller Station, dedicated to sharing stories for all who love to hear them and encouraging others to tell their stories with the belief in the power of story to change a person and ultimately change the world. I'm Sarah Fenland Falk, independent author, boy mom, entrepreneur, and your host on the Storyteller Station podcast. Welcome back to Storyteller Station, friends. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope whenever and wherever you're listening to this that it is a beautiful day in your neighborhood. It is a beautiful but hot day in my neighborhood, therefore my children are in the house, and so as I record this, you will probably hear them in the background, and hopefully you won't hear any screaming or hitting or any of those such things, but... Never can tell with four boys, so just hang in there. Um, I wanted to share with you today about my writing process. And it's very timely that I do this because I'm kind of wondering myself (laughs) what I'm doing here. And ha ha ha. Um, I just, I feel like sometimes I'm just like moving ahead and barely even cognizant as to what steps I'm taking just because sometimes things seem to move so quickly. And that's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, that's the observation. And so we'll see. Um, we'll see what, what comes out of this solo show and me sharing my, um, my process with you. So today I have already spent an hour editing the second book in my middle grade fantasy series and here I am recording a podcast and I'll I will say that the podcast I feel is kind of like icing on the cake it to me it's it's just a touch it's because I want to I'm doing it because I want to do it not because it's something I'm doing toward my um, writing quote-unquote career. I'm not sure I can say I have a writing career yet, but um, <laughs> uh, but it is something that kind of keeps me focused on my mission and it helps me stay connected with the community of authors and creators. So I, I do love the podcast and I have a couple interviews coming going to be coming at you soon. Um, a couple prolific writers, you guys just wait until you hear these. I just, I'm so excited about being able to present them to you. So hang in for those. Okay. So today, um, specifically, I wanted to talk to you about my writing process in with publishing a book in mind. So not necessarily blogging, which I kind of see as its own type of publishing, but, um, but specifically writing in order to publish a book. And, and I want to also kind of express or like outline for you how I, uh, manage or balance or juggle multiple projects. So that, 
I, cause I, I'm sure I'm not the only person who's like, well, I've got more ideas or I've got, you know, other things in the works and I've got nonfiction and I've got fiction and how do I, you know, balance those. So this is how I start by selecting a notebook and I, I like to make it thematic. So I will start with a notebook with a certain theme and then I will write down everything I can think about regarding my idea. So I'll write down characters. I will write down any, any conversations they have with other characters. I will just write any descriptors I can think of. So I do character profiles. What's their hair color? How tall are they? What's their eye color? And that way I have it written down and can go back and say, oh, hey, you know, he's got blue eyes. Whew, almost wrote it wrong this time. So it, it makes it easier. Then I go and use my iPad Pro and I start drafting in Google Docs. And that's where I write my first draft. And here's where I want to give give my first bit of advice, my first tip here is to just simply set out to write your first draft, no editing. Do not go back and say, oh, I, I, I wanted to do this or, oh, wait, um, that, that conversation didn't sound right. Or, oh, you know, I, I'm going to change this up a little bit. Just get it out. Just get the story out and then go back and edit because you'll always find a better way to have that conversation or, you know, a different way to write that sentence that will always be there. So don't waste your time editing that way because you will get stuck. So just get the story out, write it. And, you know, to be honest with you, I don't write from start to finish. Oftentimes what I'll do is I will write at the beginning because I, uh, my middle grade fantasy series has a prologue. Each book has a prologue, which is kind of like a flashback so that you understand some of the characters who are referred to throughout the book a little bit better. So I'll put, I'll do the prologue and sometimes I'll even go and write the ending. But, um, I do start with an outline. So I will, I will do, I'll say like, okay, prologue needs to say this. Chapter one, this is gonna ha this is how I want it to open. Chapter two, this needs to happen. Chapter three, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, on through the book. So I know where I want the climax to be. I know where, you know, there's gonna be tension and where there's gonna be resolution. And so I kind of map it out that way. And it that seems to work really well for me. So I just put all of those things in bold so that once I go back in to just really start writing the story, it it's it's easier for me to differentiate. Oh yeah, this is my this is my outline. This is what I'm going off of. And okay, here's here's the actual manuscript. So once I have written a final first draft. I go back in, I take the document out of Google Docs and I put it in Word. I save it to my computer and I save it onto an external disk. So I go back in, I do some edits then. So that's my first round of edits is right there. Then I'll go back and I take 
sections, like three or four chapters. And those are the sections that I'm going to give to my beta readers. Beta readers are people who are interested in your stories, people, who, family or friends, or even just others who know of you that have heard you write and heard about the kind of stories you write and are interested to, to read them. So I usually have five beta readers and what I'll do is I'll send them, I take that portion that four or five chapter portion I edit it I beef it up I fill in any holes and then I send out that portion to my beta readers and while they're working on their portion and I give them a number of questions to answer we can go over the beta reader process a little bit more in depth at another time if if that's something you're interested in but um, while they're working on their section and answering my questions if everything made sense etc etc I continue to edit portion by portion so that they're ready to go out and every other week I send them a portion and then I they email me back their response and so I then collect the response the responses of the five people per section I go back in and I see if there's any plot holes if there's anything that didn't make sense if there are any characters that were confusing or et cetera, and I try to beef it up and answer the questions and, and take what feedback I, I can to make the story better. Sometimes there are things like, um, for instance, I had a character who I wanted to be mysterious, and so I built her up, built her up, built her up, and then didn't say too much about her at the end of the book, and so my beta readers were asking why, I mean, you need to do something with this character because you didn't, you built her up and then you kind of dropped her off the face of the earth. But all I could say was, well, you have to read the next book to get more information. You know, I can't give too much away because it is a series. So there, there is a different, like you just have to keep your, your whole, the big picture in mind as you're receiving this feedback. So I receive the feedback, I beef up the story, I go through it again, make sure everything looks nice, and I print it out and send it to my editor. So then I do pay for an edit at this time, and this is a line editor. He will check my grammar, my spelling, and punctuation. So that, that gets taken care of at this point. I pay for that, I wait for it. While I'm waiting for that, all the while, I'm writing the next book. I'm working with designers to design the cover for the books, and I'm working with cartographers to design a map, or um, I recently had a family crest designed. And if you're looking for people to work with who can do things like that, if you are unable, as I am unable, I highly recommend visiting Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R dot com and checking out what they have to offer. Basically, it's a marketplace where you can hire artisans of all kinds and creators and, and, and visionaries of all kinds to help you with those areas of your project that you are unable to 
to complete. So that is definitely a place that I go to. My cover, I found my cover designer there. I actually have a nonfiction cover designer and a fiction cover designer. And then I've had some people help me with formatting as well because when you format your book, it depends on how you want to distribute it. With independent publishing, it's up to you to decide how, when, and where you're going to distribute your book. So I go through Amazon, Kindle, Direct Publishing is what it's called. And so I also provide ebook and print book. And so there are different formatting structures for both print and ebook. And since I am technologically challenged, as I've said before, <laughs> that is something that I usually will source out. So while I'm waiting for my editor, I'm working on the design of the book, and when the edits come back, I run through and take into account all of his edits, go back through the whole manuscript. I beef it up a little bit more. Maybe I reread it and I'm like, oh, that conversation does not make sense. So I, I rewrite some things at that point. I make the corrections and then it, the book gets formatted for print and for ebook. And then it's ready to upload to Kindle. And then I can push publish when everything is done. And there, from there, I can order my, my author copy. So I order an author copy. And I, I like to have the hard copy in my hand before I start telling the world that the book is out there because I want to make sure everything lined up properly and that everything's on the exact page it's supposed to be. So I'll take that hard copy and I'll look it through and I'll realize, okay, this needs to be changed, that needs to be changed. I'll talk to my designer and say, hey, can you add an, a blank page, you know, between the copyright page and the title page or whatever. And so then he'll do that at that time. And then we are open for business. And so that at that time, then I kind of let everyone know this book is available. So excited. And to be honest with you, the, the marketing piece and just getting the word out, like connecting with readers who would, would like to hear this story is the hard part. That's the hard part to me. Um, I know everything else that I just shared with you sounds lengthy and arduous maybe. <laughs> and in some points it is, but it's so much fun crafting a story and when you spend more time with it you just get into it and you just it's almost like you just want to continue to write or to tell the story you just want to continue to really build into it and beef it up and get it ready to go out so it's it's a very fun process and i encourage anyone who's always said i I want to write a book or I need to write a book or I have a story to tell. I want to encourage you, please do it. Do it. And, and just remember that the thing that you're going to sit down and write isn't the final product. 
the thing that you're going to sit down and write, it's basically verbal vomit. It's just getting the stuff out of your head and onto the page. That's all. So don't expect perfection as soon as you put something on your computer or on the written page because it's not going to be pretty. And that's okay. That's where it needs to start. It's like when you're sculpting, uh, and now I've never sculpted. I've watched it, but I've not done it. With clay, you get this lump of clay right there. Well, the sculptor can't start working his magic, right, or using his skills unless he's got the lump of clay to work with. And so that first draft is really your lump of clay. <laughs> and then you start finessing it and spinning the wheel and getting it, getting it all smoothed out. And, you know, that's when the beauty starts coming about. So I just encourage you, don't write a chapter and think, oh, that sounds horrible. I can't do it. It's gonna, it's gonna sound horrible. The, the first draft is supposed to be all bumpy and rough and messy because it's a first draft. So please tell your story. I want to hear it. Please let me know if you have any questions about the writing process. Let me know if there's anything else you wanted to hear about, maybe even the publishing process or any, anything along the way. If you've got questions, I will give you my best answer. <laughs> okay, friends, that's really what I wanted to share with you today. And thanks for listening. Thanks for, for staying tuned into Storyteller Station. I'd love to hear from other creators, authors, artists, photographers, etc., etc., musicians. So please drop me a line and let me know if you'd like to be on the show. I think that'd be so much fun to have more people come on and share their mission and their purpose in storytelling. You can find me at sarahfenlandfalk.com. Find out more about me, my story, and I try to put show notes there every week for the podcast so if you are wondering all of the resources i referenced in this podcast episode then you can find them at sarahfenlandfalk.com you can find me at storyteller nation on facebook and sarahfenlandfalk on facebook and goodreads so i hope that you have a wonderful week and I look forward to talking with you again real soon. Until then, be bold and create something great.